When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 Podcast with Matt and Tommy. And although I sung jovially at the beginning of this podcast, we need to get down to business, Tom Bellingham, because... And I, I feel slightly sorry for Alpine because I feel like this is the straw that breaks the camel's back as opposed <laughs> yeah. to Alpine themselves. But it's time to talk about their car launch and where Formula One is going in general with colours. Yes, I am currently working away uh, on the new P1 logos. I'm getting rid of all the purple and uh, it's going to be carbon <laughs> fibre from now on. <laughs> Oh, uh, we laugh and uh, otherwise we would cry um, because, of course, if you haven't seen, the Alpine has launched today and they launched two cars, didn't they, Tommy? They launched the first car in their main really colourful conference and, oh, wait, no, it was a standard Alpine car launch that we're, we're very used to, which is half an hour of just chatting to the vice president of Alpine and then bringing up another man that we've never seen before from Alpine. With his and then eventually. Folded. Yeah, with his arms folded throughout the whole thing, which was really grinding my gears. Um, but then, of course, they then they, they launched the WEC car, which we thought, oh, that's quite lovely, actually. And they're allowed to be the, paint on that one. On yeah, the they, they, they don't care about how quick that goes. They just want it to look good. Um, then they flipped to the first Formula One car, uh, which we thought was the only one, but it wasn't. There was two. And they pulled back the the old cover, didn't they? And and then my like, first oh God. my first reaction was, have they forgotten to paint it? It literally looked like a paint-by-numbers thing that you've done, but you've only done 10% of it, and you've just left a lot of the one... Because oh, I can't be bothered to get another colour out. It was surprising. What were they doing? What, yeah. It's, it, there's no, there's no colour. It's painful. Like, this is a team... <laughs> this is a team that in 2021... Well, we, we, we see that livery on the WEC car. It looks banging. Like, that kind of shiny blue that they've got going with the French trickler. We absolutely loved that when they released it in 2021. Of course, there used to be Renault as well, which is this really identifiable, like, bright yellow. Um, they've got BWT, which are, like, the sponsor in Formula One that like to have bright pink and it be crazy, and, and we know them for that. And when they took that cover off and I saw that the nose was mainly carbon, it was, like, it was a shock because... You just think, well, surely not every team. It, it genuinely makes me worried, like, even Ferrari might do this. No, that, that, no, they no, can't. no, Tommy, don't. I know they can't, no, but... Don't do that. Don't, don't but even, that, don't even you that say that Alpine this. was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, I think if Ferrari revealed a carbon car and they just say, and, and it's a proper, like, well, this is what we have to do now, they, they, that would that would force them to do something but yeah the the alpine launch yeah it's it's so disappointing because it's a team that have such a vibrant color and they've not really used much of it 
you use the Ferrari example. I think that that's one where I genuinely believe Ferrari are so proud with their own brand and their own colours that they would rather be slow and have a bit of carbon, like we saw, you know, the little box, which I didn't particularly like on the car that just kind of stood out. Yeah, but... I just feel like they would they're gonna go, no, screw that, we're going for colour and it's it's red shock. Um, but anyway, back to Alpine. So <laughs> not only do they release one car that we were underwhelmed to say the least about, they then were like, Oh, we've got another car. And everyone sits up. Okay. Oh, All right, okay. we're gonna get the pink car. <clears throat> and then they slowly unveil that one, and it looked Almost exactly the same as the first car, with a few more pink accents on it. How how did they think? Oh yeah, they're not going to be too happy. The fans with the first one. Let's release. Let's unveil the second one as if it's like so much more vibrant. But it yeah, wasn't. I think that's what made a mockery of it because there's so little paint on it, and you can't blame the designers and the people that have done this i'm sure they are equally as frustrated as as formula one fans because they will be formula one fans as well themselves that want to make a really cool livery really something vibrant they've got an amazing color palette to work with and alpine uh car like the people making the car have gone so you're allowed to paint this bit and they've gone oh you okay. can just imagine the conversation. Like they sit down and, you know, the, the budding livery designers like, right, I've got so many ideas. I've concepted this one. I've concepted this yeah. one. And they go, look, we love them. That's However, great. we can paint 12% of the car. Yeah. Oh. Uh, is it 12%? <laughs> is it even that? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is so annoying because, uh, and I think, yeah, the second livery is what made it even more of a bit of a mockery. Like maybe... Mm. Maybe that is even... I doubt it. Um, but, they're you know, sending a message. They're sending a message. It's a, it's to a even, help message. It is a help of like... <laughs> but because as well, they teased this whole pink camo car. So I expected that was going to be that. Or, yeah. or what they'd do is they'd be like, well, look, we all have to run this one in the race because it needs... Um, we need to wait save. It's all about performance. Formula One teams are never going to sacrifice performance. So maybe it's like, well, in testing, we know we'll be 0.000001 faster, but we'll paint it just so it looks cool on track, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like you say, they've just replaced a few of the blue diagonals with the pink diagonals, but there's not enough colour on the car for it to look noticeably different. So it just almost was a bit laughable to be like, to hype us up again going, oh, wait, there's a pink one. No, 5% of it's pink, but it's a pink one. So so this was a kind of a, a fan's overall feeling as well. We did a, a poll on Twitch, and I think about 85% voted it either sort of 1 to 4 out of 10. So a lot of um, distaste uh, to this uh, particular decision. And the question that you've kind of brought up, but also Haley 58181223 comes in with is where TF is the pink camo? And I, the only way I can think of this from a brand perspective is that they would not have teased that pink camo livery if they weren't going to have a pink camo car. So I think at the very last second, someone's made a decision and gone, no, 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 we have to change it. We have to change it. No, let's let's just do a few more pink little diagonal things, as you say, on the car. And we'll just have to do that because we need we need as accurate data as possible or whatever the decision might have been. Because 
that's just going to anger Alpine fans, <laughs> isn't it? All to, three to of them. Tease. I was going to say that, Tommy, <laughs> but then I thought, no, they're going to get enough criticism as it is. Sorry. And Tommy's gone and straight up done the sucker punch. <laughs> Sorry, Alpine. I didn't say that. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of just... Why would why would you do that? There is no benefit yeah, apart yeah. from getting social chatter, but then that social chatter is going to turn to a negative when you don't release it. Yeah, and I don't think it is. I think it is literally just a way because they know that they need some eyeballs on you think their it was social bait? media posts. Yeah, yeah, because uh, but it's uh, terrible what are they going to do to like, oh, here's a teaser of our car and every team's done the same thing where it's like, here's a carbon fibre front wing. It's like not going to... It's just not going to interest anyone, um, and but but it did. I think there's so many things here that have made it, like you say, the straw that broke the camel's back because because of basically being like the whole thing. Like we've seen a lot of carbon already, then the whole launch, and I don't, it's not Alpine's fault, but the whole launch did make a mockery of it. The fact that it's like here's a car from a different series. Look how cool it looks. Right, now here's the F1 car. There's no paint on it. But wait, here's another, another one. one. It looks the same because we can't paint that one either. And that's what's so frustrating. And we will disagree on this, but I actually think it's a cool-looking car. I think it, I think if it was a standalone car, black, the, the pink one, I think looks really cool. It's like a cool testing livery, like black and pink. I don't want... I, I hate everything it stands for, but I actually like the livery as a standalone thing. But I'll still be giving it uh, like a probably a one out of ten just because I'm so annoyed. <laughs> it's funny because I think when when Mercedes came out with their all carbon car last year, I was like, "Damn, that looks sick!" And now because I've seen twenty of them, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of this anymore." Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm blinded by rage, um, but I'm sure you know in ten years' time I'll be able to look back and go. Wow, that was a great-looking car on its own with no other car around it that's also black and carbon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Question from Pfizercar123BS. How screwed are they if they have so few painted parts on livery launch? <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe, because you would think that, you know, it being a livery launch... And we have seen Williams, for example, showcase a car that has a lot more painted bits than what they actually roll out after testing. So it's probably not the best outlook for Alpine because I'm sure they don't actively want to have that much carbon within no, their car no, no, no. 
to try and for brand identity and stuff like that. So the simulations might not be the most positive things they've ever seen, hence why they've gone for this. Um, but, you know, this, these are incremental advantages by not painting the car. This isn't half a second a lap or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, you know, we can predict all we want. Alpine will probably win the world championship if we say they're screwed. But it's not the most positive of outlooks. No, I mean, <laughs> this is the thing. I, I joked on the Twitch stream that, you know, this is going to catapult them from six in the championship to six in the championship with maybe two extra points throughout a 24-race season. Now, they'll be behind V-Carb now, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but teams will always take this. And it is probably extremely frustrating for the teams because, like you say, they want... You know, Alpine came into Formula One uh, they took over Renault, which was, you know, this. they had the, the yellow of Renault. And when they launched in 2021, it was like, this is Alpine and they want to promote the fact that it's like, these are our brand colours. We've got the French tricolor on it. And they never, no, no team ever will be able to do this, but like people want to have their own identity, like Ferrari, where it's kind of like, this is our colour scheme and we, we we're kind of, establishing something but they can't do that anymore because of the way that that they're having these carbon cars because they need to wait safe so much um and it's just sad reality of of how it's going but i don't you do wonder if they will take any more off there's not really a lot to take <laughs> off anymore um maybe it's just a case of teams now going well we're not even going to pretend that we're going to paint it like because it's not going to look like this in uh, the first race in Bahrain or after testing. Um, you know, Stake will probably get rid of their green front wing and rear wing and stuff like that, and McLaren will start shaving bits off. And until they step in and do something, it's not going to. It's going to just be that that way. And my thoughts on this whole non-painting debacle that we currently have in Formula One, I think it does genuinely have an impact later down the line when you look back at these kind of images of Formula One on the grid and all these different cars that aren't, you know, don't have these really distinctive liveries. Because I'm thinking, you know, for, for more maybe even the children that watch, the kids, the ones that are growing up, and I always used to be so infatuated by Ferrari Red and I was like, wow, what an amazing car. And then you kind of get sucked into that whole, I don't know, the, the idea of it and, and everything like that. If, you, if you're a kid watching now, you, you're just, you, you're seeing the same car pretty Imagine much football up teams and down if the everyone grid. just wore a black shirt like yeah like it, it's your colors it's like your sporting colors is is like yeah. a of who you support like yeah like if i go back to being a kid i supported orange arrows literally just because i like the livery because it was bright orange yeah. it looked really cool and i was like yeah i'll support them because it looks it looks nice and loads of people will do that they're like you know jaguar were like oh we'll be british racing green and all this kind of stuff that gives a team an identity and and like you say like these sports teams are you're going to lose that like look at silverstone you want like people in papaya caps people in red caps people in blue caps like it's part of the sport to have like some vibrancy and like team colors and we're losing it because uh for whatever reason they're not they're not st like something has to change now because 
Well, we know the is, reason they're trying to save time on the track. So, so literally, all they need to do to fix this is put something in the regulations where they have to paint X amount of part of the car. Maybe even be 100%. I don't know. And people will say that's ridiculous, but they have done things like that before. Like, do you remember when on the shark fin, they realised that numbers on the cars were getting too small and they're like, you have to have a certain part of the car and they like there, there is literally a rule that has you have to have eligible numbers on a car because if you l- throw back to 20 years ago and you look at a formula one car you can't even see the numbers on it whereas now they are actually quite vibrant and big and you can see the numbers on the car so they have the ability to do this it's not like it's an impossible thing they can write in regulations you have to paint this. It can't just be carbon fibre. We know you want to and wait. it's not so. ridiculous either. It's not ridiculous. Like, why Why would mandating something like this be ridiculous? Formula One have to think about this from, you know, a, a, a bigger picture here than just, ah, oh, you know, the, the identities, you know, they're stripping back a little bit. That there is, I don't see there's any drawbacks in mandating something like that to make sure that brand identity and... Because it makes sense for the teams as well. The teams are only doing it to save time on track. They're not doing it because they think it looks good. They're so and- commercial. Like, Formula One's becoming so commercial. Like, I've just started watching the NASCAR documentary on, on Netflix, and they do it so right, where, like, every car, insanely bright-coloured, like, massive sponsors on it, like... That all the cars are really like identifiable, and if you're like a sponsor, or or like yeah like Alpine or BWT or whatever, and you're paying like millions of pounds to be on a Formula One car, and you've just got a plain white logo on it, and you can't actually put your brand identity on it, there'll be a certain number of people that are just going like, this is such a ridiculous conversation to have, but it's not like it is taking some of the soul out of Formula One because like. I tweeted a picture recently of the grid from 2018 and it is alarming to look at how good it was like red Ferrari, blue Toro Rosso, yellow Renault, orange McLaren, pink racing point. Like the cars stood out and you, and when you're like trying to get into a sport, like you say, like kids and stuff, you want to be like, I know what that car is. I know what that car is. And you can learn because if you're just watching a sport where like, every car looks the same. I mean, RIP Crofty this year because it's going to be impossible. (laughs) It certainly is. Um, So it's not just about the sponsors that are in Formula One as well, but also the potential sponsors for ones that might want to join Formula One. Then they look at the grid and go, well, how the hell are we going to stand out? And there's just so many drawbacks to this that I don't think maybe for whatever reason, it's, it, you know, Formula One, FIA, whatever, why are they not working together to just fix this and, and put it in the rules and and then it's done and dusted and we can have a, a colourful grid again. It's very, very strange. Uh, Tyc underscore 46. Are we starting to experience how our grandparents watched F1 in black and white? <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Yeah, it's, mm. uh, it's not that far yet, uh, but if you let Formula One teams try and do well without any sort of repercussions or things in the rules, then they will go as far as necessary to try and win, um, even if it means not being able to be recognised uh, on the grid. I think Formula E had a problem with that a few years ago as well, didn't they, with uh, all cars being black and red or something? Or I can't remember yeah, exactly Yeah, like this is the was. problem with manufacturers. They all, they're all normally black, white and, and red, but you have these all these sponsors that are willing to do something crazy like BWT and stuff but instead it's like no here's uh like half a liter bottle of 
pink paint, that's all you're allowed um, to make your brand stand out. It's just, yeah, it's, it is taking a lot of the the, the soul out uh, out of it. And when we look, no, like obviously we'll, we'll be so excited that we will forget about it um, when the lights go out. But you look at a picture of a Formula One grid when we do lights out in Bahrain and compare it to a few years ago, yeah, you, you've lost like a lot of the the vibrancy and and sporting colours of of the sport, and that's a a really big shame. Yeah, and we're, we're, you know we're not debating whether we like racing or not. Racing is racing, right? We love the racing. This is another part to the sport that we think needs to change and needs to improve. And some people will think that you know we're being over the top or whatever, but I don't. I genuinely don't think so. And I think that this is a problem. And if you just look at social media, it is a almost a worldwide feeling. It's not like we're. This is a off the cuff or oh, a little bit a little bit saucy this opinion yeah. isn't it you know the way it, this is a genuine general fan opinion um but yes i think we could go on about this for another three hours if possible which would actually be longer than the alpine car launch um so tommy i think we'll end it there uh what are your final thoughts and try to keep them under 25 minutes yeah frank's gone absolutely nuts so he's just i think he's he just seen well. the alpine yeah, livery um yeah fair enough he's not happy uh, dogs actually can't see in much much colour, so we're all experiencing Formula <laughs> One through a dog's eyes anyway at the moment. Um, and yeah, just annoying because livery season is uh, is exciting. Um, I sound like a, a boomer, but yeah, like grow, uh, like growing up in the nineties and being excited to see like what what the cars look like and what they're gonna look like. And yeah, this is a, a shame to to see that. Uh, and and it's no like. Sorry, Alpine is what I'll probably say as a final thought. It's like, it's not your fault. It's Formula One's fault. Um, you're all, mm-hmm. like, Formula One teams are always going to find a way to, to do this. But um, it's a shame for them because we know how good they can do liveries. Exactly. You know, how excited we were when we saw the pink one. Even the blue one looked amazing when they first launched it. Uh, and I think, yeah, it is, it is a sorry Alpine for popping off. It isn't just you. I think your livery took it to the extreme in terms of like stripping it back to carbon. And that's why we've we've popped off now is because we've seen a few and this has gone too far in our opinions. Um, so yes, Alpine, we, we do still love you. We'd love to speak to Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly at some point this year. Um, <laughs> uh, we just want your car to look better. And I think you, you probably do too. I so, bet they do, yeah. Yes, exactly. So lots of love, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, My other final thought is that P1 live show tickets are going on sale on Friday. They are live now if you are a Patreon. Uh, So you can go to either Cambridge, Bath or London and get your tickets early. If not, the wholesale opens up on Friday. So look forward to that and we'll see you very soon. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We're MattP1Tommy on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram. You can also sign up to our Patreon at the link in the episode notes for ad-free episodes, full video interviews, and extra bonus episodes for as little as $5 a month. Finally, make sure you're following us on Spotify. See you soon. P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.